Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. I can't live a day without you. Exodus 34, 8 to 9 says, So Moses made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. If now I have found grace in your sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray, go among us, even people, iniquity and our sin, and take us as yours. My parents were three years before dad died. I remember the night before his funeral, I heard mom sobbing in the dark. She was lying across the bed on which dad breathed his last breath, and she just sobbed. I went to lie beside her and hugged her, and she spoke about the many years that they have been married, and how is she going to live without him? She died 12 years later. God gave her grace to survive without her husband. But what made her say she couldn't live without him? We cherish people who bring value to our lives. Some of these people are our parents, our spouses, our best friends, our mentors. We are so blessed by them in our lives that they become icons, not idols. And we cannot imagine life without them. Moses felt that same way about God. In fact, before we dive into the text I shared at the beginning, let us talk about an equally powerful statement made in an earlier section by Moses. This is the story. Moses was in one of his meetings with God, receiving some instructions while the people were down below waiting. And during that time, they built a golden calf and started to worship the image. God saw and told Moses to go down and deal with it because God was grieved. This turned into an extended conversation between Moses and God because God was about to abandon them and to send an angel to lead them the rest of the way. Moses was not having it. Moses reminded God that this nation is your people. Can you imagine a human being reminding God of his responsibility? But listen to this portion of the conversation. God, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Moses, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? God, I will do the very thing you have asked because I am pleased with you and I know you by name. <sighs> Moses was not playing, man. God, let me remind you of who I am. I am your child. Not only that, Lord, I want you to know that I cannot, I cannot do without you. You want to send an angel to lead us, and I know that your angels are powerful, but we are not settling for your representative. We want you. Let us think about it. What does God mean to you? How much is God worth in your life? Let's see. One, God provides. His word tells us that he will make provisions for us in all our circumstances. He will never allow his child to go without meeting their needs. Two, God protects. He protects us from the enemy, Satan. In fact, he said that we are in his father's hand and no one can pluck us out of his hand. All right. Number three, God defends. God defends us against the forces of evil when we are attacked. That is why he said, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Number four, God takes care of your business. 
My grace is sufficient for you. Remember hearing that? That is so true. We face problems and challenges of one kind or another over and over again. And Jesus encourages us to turn these problems and circumstances over to him. He's the problem solver. And he proves that to me over and over again. Do you now realize why Moses was so bold and direct with God? He was not being rude. He was not being facetious. Moses was simply saying that I cannot, I do not want to live a day without you. Not a moment, not a second. You, God, are my everything. So now I believe we can go to the text. Let me remind us of what it says. So Moses made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. Then he said, If now I have found grace in your sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray, go among us, even though we are a stiff-necked people, and pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us as your inheritance. <laughs> Moses was at it again with God. This time, he met God for the second time to receive the Ten Commandments. This time, God had something to tell him. God gave him a speech, introducing himself to Moses from a whole different angle. The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. What do you do when God talks tough to you? Moses heard every word and Moses responded. He said to God, if you are happy with me, if I have found favor in your eyes, then let the Lord go with us. Although this is a stiff-necked people, forgive our wickedness and our sin and take us as your inheritance. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of the big sins of idolatry and rebellion. Forgive me of the little sins such as hate and malice and backstabbing and being mean to my friends and being unkind. Forgive me, Lord, for the times I let you down and committed the sin that David committed with his brother's wife. Forgive me for not praying for my enemies. Forgive me, Lord. Please forgive me. But once again, I say, Lord, like I have said before, I cannot live without you. You are the very air that I breathe. Who will help me in this pandemic? Who will protect me and provide for me when things are not going right with me? I simply say to you, God, don't ever leave me. I cannot and will not live a day without you. <laughs>